Uh, it's, it's, it's scary hours. It's time to say reckless shit. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Big news! The Athletic NBA Show will now bring you even more content through the Athletic Audio Plus. Subscribe now for a free 30-day trial via Apple Podcasts to listen to bonus specials, exclusive interviews, Q&As, and more. And after your trial, it's only $1 a month for access to all Athletic Audio, plus bonus content across our entire network of shows. Check out the Athletic NBA Show's latest bonus episode now, only on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hate. Everybody hate. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing. Coming up on the show... Daryl trade two five confounding calves. Lillard's lips are sealed. The ancient Lakers and free agency winners and losers in this corner. Flint, Michigan native Pistons expert Clippers fan and future author of the book. Bad boy. How Stan Van was not the man. It's James Edwards. The third James, the new Kanye classic or flaccid. Oh, flaccid. I just skimmed through it. Listen, the, like imagine being the person on this earth that made diamonds and diamonds remix sierra leone whatever mm-hmm. remix and then you just decide nah i'm just gonna make what i've been making the last five years i'm cool with that like mm. i went back and listened to the diamonds remix today after somebody forced me to listen to the new kanye album which i had no interest in doing forced forced you diamonds are forever I'm absolutely forced. They're like, just listen. Tell me what you think. I'm like, all right, I'm getting Chinese food. I'll skim it. Then I t- immediately turned on the Diamonds remix, and I was like, this is as good of a rap song as you can get. And this person chose to go as far away from this as far as possible. And shout out to Kanye, man. People uh, people still shout buy out to it. Kanye it doesn't sound like it. People still love it. It ain't for me. He's horrible, man. And, I can't and do it. From got, where he used to be, he he like yeah. he changed music, and now he's trying to change it again and just take it back to 1920 or wherever. He's horrible, man. He's so bad. I was mad at myself for listening because I knew it was going to be horrible. You knew it, and I be. still listen to all 27 tracks. What kind of maniac has 27 there are 27 tra- tracks on this yes. thing? I made it to like. I made it through like four or five songs. I was like, I'll get to the other five or six songs later. I never even looked at the list. Like, I didn't know it was 27 tracks. It's ridiculous, it, man. It's it's long it's as hell. What the Drake is going on here? <laughs> there were like three tracks that were okay. And in this corner. Yeah. Was, even even Jay's beat or Jay's verse on this Trash. That's, that beat was trash. And in this corner, from the hard streets of Springfield, Mass, the Celtics beat reporter, the author. Of the future, well, put some respect. Long Meadow Mass, Long Meadow Mass, right next to Springfield, look, but Long man, Meadow, please. Look, man, I, I read what the script is. Okay, <laughs> so you're next to the Hall of Fame. You're not at the Hall of Fame. I could not give a fuck like, about you, Massachusetts. It's like five minutes, seven minutes from the Hall of Fame, probably. I should, I should be in there. Thank God, my- thank God, you corrected it from five <laughs> minutes to seven minutes. Otherwise, I would have gone there and been like, tried to go to. The Hall of Fame. Like, why is it taking so <laughs> long? I was told it was five minutes. Why is there a Culver's here? 
<laughs> from the mid-age, the rise and fall of Danny Age, it's Jay, the Kid King. Jay, is Damian Lillard the greatest NBA rapper of all time? Yeah, but only because no. nobody else is any good. Who, who's better, James? What? No. T-Hud, baby. Sh- Troy Hudson. Shaq can't, sure, Shaq can't stop the rain with Biggie. Is not only the greatest basketball rap song of all time. I'm willing. It's an if James could take a hundred songs to a deserted island, Shaq's "Can't Stop the Rain" with Biggie is one of those one hundred. There's no way that's true. Also, a thousand percent. That beat is fire. I will say this: I do think Dame is good. He is good. But I'll take I'll take. Shaq with Fushnickens, can we rock over any Dame Shaq song? has some jams. I can listen to Dame's album all the way through, like song after song, and it's it's he's consistent. He can rap, yeah, no, he can rap like rap. Yeah, me and Shaq was cool. Like a lot of people thought when we was going back and forth, it was like we didn't like each other. But like to me, it's it's just really what I think. Like I think you know people always say like man, Shaq got you know platinum albums or whatever he got you know whatever but Shaq is like a mega star right you know what I mean like he is like damn near like icon level Marvin Bagley's alright too don't sleep shout out to Miles Bridges you trying to start that feud back up? Yeah, yeah, I would love, I would love for that feud to pop back. How up hard would that be if there was basketball beef battle rap, like actual, like them actually doing it, them saying the stuff they yeah. want to say? Yeah, that would be that great. Would be awesome. That would be a that. billion dollar idea right there. You could sell a whole other league pass for that. <laughs> Fortunately, the league is full of cowards when it comes to creativity with the products. All right, Jade, start the clock. You hear me? Speaking of cowards, goddamn cowards. <laughs> A matter of when, not if. From the Athletic Shams Tarania. Dateline, August 30th. Since July, the 76ers have conducted expansive discussions with several teams, including Minnesota and Toronto, but neither Timberwolves package nor the Raptors proposals have appealed to the 76ers of yet. Executives believe it's only a matter of when, not if, the all-defensive team stalwart is moved. For now, all signs continue to point to 2-5's career in Philadelphia, Coming to an end, but gentlemen, we have breaking news. Give me that sounder, Jade. Breaking news happening right now as we record from Keith Pompey. Two five now says he no longer wants to be with the 76ers. Whoa! Sorry, neighbors. Of course he doesn't want to be with the 76ers. <laughs> From the from the Philadelphia Inquirer, two five, let it be known that he wants out. In a meeting with the 76ers last week in Los Angeles, two five told team co-managing partner Josh Harris, president of basketball operations Daryl Morey, general manager Elton Brand, and coach Doc Rivers, he no longer wants to remain a Sixer, according to multiple sources. Sources said the three-time All-Star also does not intend to report to training camp. A team spokesman declined to comment. Who could have seen this coming other than everybody as we paid attention to the saga of 2-5? So, James, we'll kick it off with you. What is happening? And are you surprised? What's happening is just what we all thought was going to happen. It's just taking too long. So now the Philly backs himself into a corner where we've been saying it on various shows for weeks. When people aren't going to, you're not going to get a lot for Ben Simmons. Nobody's, I don't think, salivating at the mouth to go get Ben Simmons. So now when you factor in that he's publicly admitted he wants to leave, only lessens the value. And now, like, you just kind of just got to do it. Like, it's just going to get, it should have been done already. 
if it could have been done, I don't know what's on the table. I don't cover Philly. It should have been done if you could do it. Just get it out of the way. I don't think there's going to be, especially now, there's not going to be a package that trumps anything you've already got offered. So I I don't know that I, I don't know that they've gotten a lot of offers. I think they've put out a lot of demands. And that could be the like, case. That's too, what right? I think. We need yeah, 12 like, first I think round the picks. Only, the only offer we saw was Malcolm Brogdon in a first, which like take it. Come on. What? Take it. Move on. <laughs> Wow. Seriously, would you do, I don't have numbers in front of me, but a, a basis of this. It's okay. I, th- I think the trade will be terrible anyway. Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent. No. no. For, that's it for, well, no. for two other stuff. Those two as the centerpieces. But is the other stuff Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi? But, like, no. But that's no, a, no, 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 that's no. a problem with trading. And Simmons. Is that he is really good. Like, he is a top five defensive player yeah. in the league he's a great Cute. passer he's 610 so he fills a lot of defensive holes he does so much for the 76ers and yet like make them lose <laughs> he also and made yet, them win when he, when he's, he's won when them he a lot. i don't like you like, defending two five as much today Zach. when he gets to the playoffs he just becomes a pumpkin and so you have yeah. to trade him he doesn't want to be there because Five seconds after he died, his teammate and coach were <laughs> urinating on his dead body. But you, you, so you have to trade him. But like, it's tough to get better because you still need a second star to go with Joel Embiid, and he was supposed mm-hmm. to be that. He's not that. That's their issue. And they should have traded him three years ago when they started to see that those two guys weren't going to work together. But I. I don't know that I agree it didn't work together or hasn't worked together. They're really good. They, were the they haven't got out of the second right? round. For sure, but there are also a lot of like circumstances. There have been injuries. There have been a lot of things like Kawhi Leonard beat them, right? right. Like they, it's not like it's not like they've been a disaster every time. Now, most recently, <laughs> it was an embarrassing disaster, right. which is why I will not refer to him other than uh, to five oh, on I, this I podcast until uh, until he changes that. I know, yeah, you got a violation. Oh, Jade, oh, Jade's oh, already shame. got you. I think we should start finding people for saying it. <laughs> the um, two five, tip yeah, jar. like like the, the two Jenner. five tip jar. And so with with that, like that's the thing. He's really good. I think a te- I think a lot of teams want him. I think a lot of teams want him. I think the problem is, is that Daryl Morey is being Daryl Morey and saying like, I need to win this trade. I need to get as much because everything got James, like everything got thrown out of whack when Drew Holiday went for four first round. Right. Right. Like it, it ended up working out. They won the title, but that set the market for like, Oh, this is what you need to get in order to trade a main player of your team. And now like Daryl Morey's not going to go under that. He's going to have to, but he doesn't want to go under. No. That. And I agree. And I hear what you're saying. And I think obviously, you know me, like it's a little hyperbole, but I also like, I, I understand how valuable ben Simmons is. I understand how good ben Simmons is, but like at, at the end of the day, for a guy who's most, impactful with the ball in his hands and can't score like I don't really care what else you can do you know what I mean like if you're gonna have the if you need the ball in your hands that much and you can't score when it matters most well he was castrated oh hold on now I'm not saying he's this but he can be the same mold uh in terms of just style of play that Draymond Greenfella doesn't score a whole lot and he's pretty effective now Benson. we have to change quite a bit in terms right. of his mentality but the skill set, the everything, like the way they play, like there's a lot of similarities. Hundred percent. And if that's the role that he gets and embraces, 
I think it'll look great. But I think from what we've seen so far, I just like I would be hesitant to give up a lot for him. Just I don't know. I, I guess it just depends on who I'm, what team I'm running. I, you got to be able to score, man. What type of team yeah. does he work well, best because on? Like a, a young team that wants him to be like a franchise piece moving forward. A team like that's the, my question. Like the yeah. Blazers that needs like another piece to go with someone like I, I don't know what the situation is where he works because he does have such a high ceiling I guess but his floor is also very low at the wrong times yeah and that's well the funny thing is like I'm defending him here right Even pissing me off name. Um, but but I also would never want him on my team because <laughs> exactly. like I don't want someone who's afraid of the fourth quarter exactly but I recognize I like you know some other people maybe think a little more rationally than that um, but yeah, like I don't want a guy who's afraid. Like Jay, where do you want to see him going? I want to see him in Toronto because I think they do a great job of developing players. I think he fits into like the long, athletic, defensive-minded mold that they've been really good with mm-hmm. over the last mm-hmm. few years. And I, I just think he needs to get out of Philadelphia. Like th- there's a lot there for Ben Simmons inside of Ben Simmons. But in Philadelphia, he just stagnated. It's clear that like his confidence is gone. He needs to go somewhere else and and refine all of that. I think just being home and just being in you know a comfortable area of the city. You know, I know. Um, where where is home? What, which which city? Or? Melbourne, Melbourne for sure. Yeah. Is there a part of Melbourne you head to? Black Bear North. I go down to Goody's Chicken and get some fried chicken <laughs> and potato cakes. So that's, uh, that's definitely on the checklist. That's the dream. You know exactly the chicken shop you want to go exactly. to. Exactly. Black Bear North. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so what sets it apart? Because they do fried chicken pretty well here, I would it's, uh, it's pretty good, but it's just not the same as you know, getting uh, gravy on, on your chips. Um, so it's just one of those things where, you know, it's one of my spots that I love to go to. James, what if it was, and I think this, I think this would work money wise, but what if it was like Pascal Siakam, Malachi Flynn, maybe one other like solid role player and a first round pick or two. Is that something that is too much for two five? If you're Toronto trying to make that work, I would say that's more like. I'm not. I don't hate that one because I also don't think Pascal is. If you're Toronto, given what role you have for Pascal, I don't think. I think there's a low ceiling there. So, right. But in Philly, I like Pascal. I just so like a trade like that. Sure, that's fine. I don't know if Toronto's better though. I guess like I just don't know with Ben Simmons. Like I just don't know what he. I know what he brings to a team into the basketball floor. I'm just, I just don't, I think at a point for somebody that with that much usage, the like you have to, the, the value is not what all NBA defense. Great, great passer, six ten, Cool. But like the value is limited to me. If you can't score when it matters most, or at least at least shoot, create, Shoot, like, cre- just be able to create. Try and layups. Know. It's hard to put into words. Yeah, try and layups. That's a, that, that's <laughs> like, a tough yeah, one to overcome. Man. Yeah, um, yeah. maybe whoever acquires him will be a confusing decision. Speaking of. Take two. What are the Cavs doing? Last Friday, the Cleveland Cavaliers landed the biggest remaining free agent on the market, agreeing to a sign-and-trade to acquire restricted free agent Lowry Markkinen, signing him to a four-year, $67 million contract. 
The Cavs sent out Larry Nance Jr. to the Portland Trailblazers and a 2023 second round pick to Chicago in the trade. Portland trades Derek Jones Jr. and a lottery protected 2022 first round pick to Chicago. For some reason, Cavs made that trade and it gives them an inferior player on a more expensive contract who fits worse. I don't know that Larry Nance Jr. is better than Lowry Markkinen, but he definitely seems to fit what they need more because they need guys who can play defense and he doesn't play any defense. So, Jay, are you into this move by the Cavs getting uh, getting Lowry Markkinen in this three-way deal or do you think that this was a mistake? I kind of like it and I'm very much in the minority, but I just think that having a big guy who can really shoot the basketball like he can, and he's a 40% shooter, just makes the game so much easier for everybody. And they have a lot of young pieces on the perimeter. They have Sexton, mm-hmm. Garland, Okoro. And I just think having a 40% seven, 40% shooting seven-footer just opens a game up. Now, do I want him keeping Evan Mobley off the court? Absolutely not. Like, do I want him necessarily starting probably not but if if for him to like have a 25 minute a game role i think it's it's not the worst addition ever um and i i also think he would be looked at differently if he didn't get ruined that one year under jim boylan like he was not good under jim boylan and i think boylan kind of stepped on a lot of guys talent that year well let me let me ask you this real quick jay would you forget the contract, right? We're just talking the type of player to help Cleveland try to win because I believe they're trying to win at this point. Would you rather have Lowry Marketing on the court or Kevin Love? Right now, probably Please. Lowry. He can at least move. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. He can at least <laughs> move. Yeah, I think I think Lowry. At least he looks like he can move. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, he looks like he can. He looks He's like young he can enough move. to yeah. move. Um, yeah, James, this puts uh, Markkinen's money puts him in, I think, like he makes basically about the same as like a Marcus Morris Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like the money, I don't think the money's bad. I probably wouldn't have given him four years. Like I don't like because I'm, I'm not convinced that he's going to be, you know, a, a good player for them. And right. I do think they have a bit of a log jam in the front court. Yep. But um, but they also like, you know, I said they need to get, be better on defense. Like and he's not going to help with that. They also sucked on offense. They were a terrible offensive team. They're just a bad team. Yeah. So maybe just acquiring talent to acquire talent's a move. And I was going to agree with Jay and then listening to what you said, Zach, like you think they're going to you think they're trying to win, which could be the case. I obviously am not sure. But like I look at it and they're it, this is a team that shouldn't be trying to win right now. Um, I think they should still be in very much asset accumulation mode because I don't we, we look at Mobley, we like Mobley, but aside from him, we look at everybody else that they have, and we're not sold on any of the young guys that they have. Right. And Lori, at the end of the day, is while his value and his view, our view of him has changed over the last few years, and like Jay said, I don't think all of it's his fault. He is a young prospect who at least we know is an NBA player, and maybe possibly the situation he was in did hinder him and it's like you're given I, I don't like the four years but you're giving him a shot it's a guy who has some upside I like taking a swing there's a world in which Evan Mobley can't physically get through a whole season this year um, I think he looked a little outmatched physically at times in summer league um, he, even though he looked good but why not have another back a front court option there um, a young guy and if he works out maybe you can trade him flip him maybe 
I don't know. I don't. I don't hate the move because I. I in my mind, I didn't think Cleveland was trying to win. So why not kind of just gamble and see if you can revive a seven footer who can shoot forty percent? I will say it does sound bad when you put it like this. They spent one hundred sixty-seven million dollars on Jared Allen and Lowry Martin. Yes, but Jared Allen's actually good. But they spent one hundred sixty-seven million dollars on the two of them. Yeah, and like right, Jared Allen. But the bad money is just in the other guy. Like Jared <laughs> Allen, that's a great deal for a starting center in this league who's who can do what he does. Like twenty a year. That's that's fine. that's like I'm Miles sorry. Turner money. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate that. I, I don't but hate either of the moves. But that it's is a just, lot for the front. Just court. a lot of money for no, like well, and, and, and by the way, by the way, they owe thirty-four to to Kevin. Or something like that. This year and next year. Is that and the he most expensive? Not want to get bought out. Nope, he does not want to get bought out. He likes his money, all please. that money. Yeah. I wonder where they rank in the most expensive front courts. What oh, is that? Two hundred million. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. More than that. They've yeah. got to be well, way up there. It. Yeah. Wow. Cleveland. All that for sixteen Cleveland wins. Rocks. Gilbert family willing to spend. None of it good, but willing to spend. All right. And you never say thank you. That's what the money is for. Speaking of spending, where's Damian Lillard going to spend his time? Take three. Where will Dame go? The list of potential destinations for Damian Lillard trade keeps growing by the day. Sixers, Warriors, Celtics, Pelicans. One team we know for sure. Maybe even the Lakers. This week on Complex, while talking about this new album, Lillard was asked to clarify a Twitter exchange, which someone predicted he would be with the Lakers by the start of the season. Jade, play the tape. And when you tweet it, you bet a million. I'm like, the guy's getting you the answer. Well, I mean, he said I would bet anybody. (laughs) He said I would bet anybody that when the season starts, Dame's going to be playing for the Lakers. And the Lakers just traded for Russell Westbrook. So I'm not going to be playing for the Lakers. Right. We play the same position. So, like, bet a million. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's an easy call. Certainly a nice way of getting some clicks. I'll say that. Get that old clickbait going. James, a lot of teams, a whole lot of smoke. When is Lillard getting moved into hoopst? Next summer. Mm. On a June. Two... Golden State. Ooh, what? Ooh, what? Little Wiseman. Oh my God! You've been talking to Marcus Thompson too much. I let throw in a little Moses Moody, a little Kaminga, a little Sea Bucket. Is that? Oh, I, I should. I didn't want to say his nickname. Sorry. Just, just. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it a K, they got, it hey. a K bucket? <laughs> what oh, if we yeah, just called him Jonathan yeah. Kuminga? What if we just called him that? <laughs> Jonathan Kuminga. I love how you said um, part of his nickname. You tried to avoid the nickname, but but brought it up anyway. You said the worst part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't even say the right letter. No. <laughs> uh. Uh, but no, quietly, as Golden State is trying to win, they are acquiring some interesting assets. And... Dame wants to get home. Let's let's do Steph and Dame as they both ride out into the oh, sunset. Who doesn't want to see that? That uh, would be weird. Definitely not that opposing defenses. Weird. That's 180 a game and 180, 179 Warriors. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a real weird fit. Um, Jay, 
Where do you want to see Dame going? And do you think that he will, like, when do you think he's going to pull the trigger? Because everyone assumes that this, this trade request is going to happen, or if it has happened, it will be allowed to be public soon. Uh, when do you think this is going to, like, come to light? It's going to happen a year from now. I think right now it's too close to the season. He would have done it already if he was going to do it right now. But Portland has screwed this up time and time again. He clearly put pressure on them. He put urgency on them to change the roster. What did they do? Like, they they picked up Larry Nance, fine. But that's not a roster that's going to win anything. And Dame has to be sitting there like, I did whatever I could. I made my made it well known that I don't like what's going on here. They did change their coach, but they need to change the roster. They need to trade McCollum, honestly. They need to try that before they lose Dame instead. I would have traded McCollum a, a while ago because I just don't think you can win in the NBA with two guys who are that small in the backcourt and that defensively challenged in the backcourt. It just doesn't work. It's never going to work to the extent of a championship. And I think that they bungled that by holding on to McCollum as long as they did. And they haven't done enough to please Dame. And so he's gone one year from now. Can I ask you guys a question? Sorry, Zach. Mm. What's the best CJ get you? Just like of course, hypothetically. 2-5. I mean, it should. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great, if you can get 2-5 for CJ, that's, I like that that's trade an for amazing return. Yeah. That's an amazing return. I actually kind of rather see CJ and two five team up Ooh. and throw Dame, throw to, Dame Philly. to Philly. I wouldn't mind that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Dame I'd Philly like to see CJ fun. in a in a lead guard role, like full time lead guard role. That, I agree. I've he's always so good. I've always thought that was how he should be used. Yeah, I agree. Like he's not the playmaker that Dame is, obviously, and he's not the scorer either. But like, man, that dude could get thirty a game on a pretty solid team. Yep. He's one of my favorite players to watch because he's like six two not very athletic and just cooks everyone he should not be able to just ISO guys and shoot people's faces off but he does it he he snakes he snakes around those you know those pick and rolls and navigating that cover so well like every like you said james everything is so smooth with him um it's incredible i i can't believe you guys aren't building the propaganda of, the let's get Dane to the Knicks. That's what I want. I really want Dane to the, the Knicks. I hate For I, what? We are the New York Knicks. Say, go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Say, go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Scares, just, just get them in the garden. Let's get the Knicks to be good, all right? I know they like, had a good year. I want the Knicks to matter. I want the Knicks to matter. Dane would make them matter. We need the Knicks to be a household name for good and not for the jokes. Knicks aren't built. We to just matter. do. They're not. We they're don't. not meant to matter. They're they're meant to be close to mattering every ten years. You ever heard of the nineties, J King? <laughs> they mattered then. They were built to matter then. They're like the, they're the Cowboys. Everybody just loves them. They ain't done shit. Yeah. Without championships, though. <laughs> Without championships, All the championships right. came in the 70s. Yeah, that's yeah, disrespectful true. Exactly. to Emmett Smith. <laughs> what? Disrespectful yes, to Emmett Smith. The, the, Troy was 30 Aikman, years Michael ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People talk about the Cowboys. You, I mean, you just brought still... up the 90s. That's true. It's kind of like the Celtics, really. You think about one title in the last like 35 years. Yeah. Or whatever, so. no. That's true. It's rough, you know? Always killed me when Rajon Rondo said, "We're here. We hang banners here." And I was like, "Well, you hang banner, <laughs> singular." 
Mm, that's 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 really that's really what you do there. Are they still Are hanging up like, Atlantic Division uh, banners and? Oh, there's nothing. There is not a more it's the grosser move as a franchise than to hang a singular "We won this division" banner. Like if you have them like grouped on on a banner, right, and just like, hey, we won it in these years. Like that's Fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that I think even individual be, like, for each year. Yeah. The Timberwolves have the 2003-2004 Northwest <laughs> Division Championship <laughs> banner hanging in the rafters. I'm like, you guys, this does not compare to the Lynx Championship banner. Troy Hudson, so shit disrespectful. Down. Second, second Troy Hudson reference of the podcast. Yeah, that's got to be also Derek Martin. People people forget that Derek Martin was the uh, the starting point guard once Sam Cassell hurt his hip by pretending he had abnormally large testicles after making a, a big shot. I haven't heard Derek Martin's name in so long. Do your balls hang low? Oh. Find a woman, find a clean old man. If you're ever in Gibraltar, take a flying Gibraltar. Can you do the double shuffle when your balls hang low? Do your balls hang low? Do they swing to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them with a bow? Can you throw them or your shoulder like a continental soldier? Can you do the double shuffle when your balls hang low? Ding a ling, goddamn! Find a woman if you can. If you can't find a woman, find a clean old man. If you're ever in Gibraltar, take a flying go up Walter. Can you do the double shuffle when your balls hang low? He wants, uh, he wants, it was the end of a Kings game. I remember this because I was watching with my friends. This had to have been late 90s, end of a Kings game. And uh, he was sent to the free throw line to ice it. And the other team called a timeout on him, uh, I think between free throws. And so he came back and he knocks down the second one, ices the game. And he started, this is the first time I ever saw ice water in my veins. He was yelling at the other team, ice water in my veins. So in my mind, Derek Martin invented ice water in my veins. John, John Krasinski, we need oral history. We do we need, need oral, oral history, history on that. that. Of the yeah. ice water in my veins. Yeah, no, I'm kind of, I'm uh, kind of busy here. You got hot sauce in your brain. Ice water in your veins. You can roll yep. your all right. Speaking of Rajon Rondo, take four. Rondo back in L.A. again. Back with the Lakers again. The Los Angeles Lakers will sign Rajon Rondo to a one-year, $2.6 million contract once he clears waivers. Rondo agreed to a buyout, and he will make his full $7.5 million salary between his buyout and the new deal with the Lakers. He's joining a stable of aging all-stars on the Lakers roster. LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony, Marcus Saul, Rajon Rondo. All All-Stars in 2012, the season before Anthony Davis came to the NBA. Average age of the Lakers' current roster is 32.4 years old, the <laughs> oldest of any NBA team. So, Jay, so old. yay or nay to the grandpa squad? Uh, ye- no. No. What? I mean, are they going to be good? Yes, of course. They have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Are they going to be fascinating? Yes, absolutely. Will they win a title? I don't think so. I think the Russ thing is going to be Ooh. just not a good mix. I I don't like the fit there. I think they should have gone with someone who would make life easier for LeBron and Anthony Davis instead of clashing with them on their own team. And then but I I, I do like they have a lot of useful players. They're Signing Rondo, like Rondo was what their fourth best player in the title run two years ago. And it was a weird bubble year, but 
he he could help. They, like they have a lot of guys. Kendrick Nunn. There aren't many guys on that roster who are like totally out of the question for le- legitimate significant playoff minutes. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever. And that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 That's linkedin.com slash show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash show 23 and get started. James, I'm, here's the, so maybe this is just me, um, you know, about to turn 40 during this upcoming season, or maybe there's some science behind this, but I don't think the age thing being too old in the NBA as a team, I don't really think it matters anymore simply because training medical stuff, like everything has become so advanced. Like it's the reason why Chris Paul can still be so good. It's the reason why LeBron James can still be so good. Now, not everyone's pouring the money into their body that LeBron is, but I do think we're still stuck in an old mindset, an archaic mindset when it comes to like, oh, this team's so old. No, I think that's a good point. Uh, before I go any further, are you really turning 40 this year? January, baby. You look good, man. I wouldn't have guessed. Uh, yeah, most people think because I'm so mature, they can't see that uh, that I'm almost 40 <laughs> years old. But yeah. I would have guessed like 35. I can never we, knew. Can we mute Jay before he chimes in on this <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let you live. <laughs> No, no, I think you make Not a good for long. Point. I'm about to turn 40. I'm almost dead. <laughs> You're almost out of here. <laughs> I, I think you make a good point. Like, yes, with the way that sports goes and training and medicine, like you can play a, a long time. Um, with that said, this Lakers team is gross. It is. Wow. Gross. I, can't I don't. You guys are so down on the Lakers, man. This going to be amazing. I don't. I've never been a Russ fan, and I think packaging him with the cast in LA is going to be trouble. Like, I just don't think it's going to fit well at all. I think Anthony Davis is at some point, I don't, I'm going to knock on wood cause I don't want to anybody get hurt, but he's, there's going to be, he's going to miss significant time. It's going to happen. Right. Um, can LeBron carry a corpse is a strong word. A goodness. A, a roster full of guys. That's a nice way of saying corpse, though. If corpse is strong, <laughs> <laughs> I was it was gonna get a uh, it was gonna get rated R. <laughs> I just, I just look at this team and I just wonder like I I don't know. It's like contradicting what I said at the beginning. I I get what you're saying with the medical stuff and time and you can play when you're old. Blah blah blah. I just look at them. I was like, when playoff time comes, I think there's going to be wacky chemistry. I think it's going to be a weird situation. And I think everybody, they just don't have an a interesting team to me. Like, I just, I just honestly don't think it's that interesting of a team. So yeah. Like, I, I here's, think it's fascinating because Russ trying to fit with LeBron and AD is going to be so strange. 
it's going to be absolutely bizarre, and I want to see it. I'm very intrigued. You want to see a bunch of clanked jumpers? It's going to be man. This team, this team's going to be so good. This team's going to be so good. Hot take. This team's going to win sixty games. Six seed. Now that Zach's just about forty, he just wants the old dudes to win. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why why I became on trial here. I don't know why this is why we're attacking me on this one. This seems like a, a very reasonable take by me. How good do you think they're going to be? You really I think, think they're going to be the one seed in the West? Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to is. I mean, as long as they're healthy, right? Yeah. Like if if AD goes down for an extended period or LeBron, like maybe LeBron is starting to break down, right? Maybe that okay. ankle injury is the start of stuff. So yeah, I have a little bit of concern about that. But as we saw with the Nets. When you have three of those guys, and granted, Russ is a drop-off from the other two, but when you have three of those guys, one of them always being available just gets you through the slog of the season. And I think that's going to matter. I agree, but I also think the difference in the Brooklyn situation is it's three guys who, if you take it, they all take jumpers. I think we all feel good they're going in. And, and they all make the, the game other easier way, for each other because of that. Yeah, and then in L.A., I think we agree that if all three of those guys – take jumpers i think we all kind of assume it's not going in well like low-key anthony davis not a great yeah that's what i'm saying like anthony like like, that's 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 like the low-key everyone thinks ad could shoot no ad really hasn't been hitting jumpers. he's good for like 15 yeah he's really good for like yeah that that deeper shot it's super overrated maybe the variance will bring them back to the bubble in 2020 too and we can we can get that that energy going for for ad shooting and i don't think the defense is going to be as good as it's been in years past sorry to interrupt yeah they're older they're older and creakier for sure and they just have some weird like kendrick nunn malik monk like it's just it's such a those are the young guys it's such a weird shout out to wayne ellington what a what a strange team but i also yeah i also think at the end of the day it comes down to can lebron james and anthony davis be two of the top five players for 25 games in the playoffs and if they can and stay healthy through that then they'll have a as good a chance as anyone except maybe the nets but if they can't then they have no shot regardless All right, take five, free agency grades. Fellas, all the major free agents have found new homes. Sorry, Garrison Matthews, for the shade there. Teams are prepping for the start of training camp next month. It's time to assess who are the winners, who are the losers. James, give me a winner of free agency and a loser of free agency. All right, I'm going to get killed for this. Winner, Chicago Bulls. Winner! Winner! Whoa! Whoa. I, simply because... I am all for the team that is tired of being poop and trying to be good. And it's like, that's just, they added, we've added another team that I, that's interesting to watch. It might not work. It probably won't work, but I'm going to watch some Chicago Bulls basketball. James is hyped that they went from diarrhea to just regular shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like Lonzo. Uh, Demar, as much as we hate on the contract, Demar, uh, you can make the case played maybe his best season of his career last year. If you, as a total he was, player, he was great Nick, last yes, year. He I, was great. He was yes. great last year. It's an interesting worst. The team he came from. What the hell are the Spurs doing? Who knows? Mm. Who knows? I like that. But the Spurs. Well, yeah. Back to the Bulls. I liked everything they did until the Demar thing. Like Lonzo, yeah. I was. I liked that. Caruso. I like that. They made moves to, I thought, get better defensively 
with pieces that made sense next to Levine and Vucevic. And then they went <laughs> and they, they <laughs> traded multiple picks so that they could sign DeMar DeRozan for what, $90 million? I don't know how they're going to get a stop. I have no clue how they're ever going to get a stop. They might score. That might work offensively. I'm not 100% sure it will work offensively, by the way, but it might. But defensively, it won't. I'm I'm shocked that that's your winner. I, I like it, though. It's, it's good podcast it's material. Good content. Yeah. It's chaos. That's what it is. That is <laughs> who's, your, the, who's your winner, Jay? The Heat. The Heat. This I mean, like that's the, that's the, the heat better. because here's here, here's my reasoning for the heat. Obviously, Lowry is older. I don't know if it puts them over the top, but that's one of the moves that could push a team over the top. Like, and then then they got PJ Tucker. They're going to be super tough at oh, the end of games. Go. You knew I had to get my PJ Tucker. Where's Monshar? Where's <laughs> yeah, Manu Char? They went and got Markeith Morris. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Also, this is going to be someone Jay loves. Omer, you're seven. This like backup big man that they brought I, I, he in. Did some stuff in this dude league. by midseason is going to be balling. Hooper. All right, I'm going to do the YouTube Hooper. clips. He's going to be balling. He'll probably future Ukrainian league MVP. <laughs> like this dude is going to hope. Maybe, but I, I just think the Lowry move, like that's a step up for them. And then it gives them a closing lineup that has Bam, Jimmy, Tucker, Duncan Robinson, and Lowry. And I think that is going to be very tough to beat at the end of games. And I'm not mad at that pick. Yeah. Uh, probably better than the Bulls. You know, you know who, who had a quiet offseason I liked? Um, and it was the most subtle possible. I mean, after Chicago was your winner, I have no yeah, idea. How to I don't guess know where this, this will just go. <laughs> just go. Go forty five minutes. I liked Milwaukee's. Like I like. I don't oh, know why, but I really liked adding Grayson Allen, Semi Ojale guy, and Semi Ojale. I like yeah. Semi as like a PJ replacement. I like Grayson as like an NBA player. Like I don't know. I Did like get Rodney Hood too. Yes. And they got Rodney Hood. Hood. And then adding DiVincenzo yeah. back. They brought back George Hill. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. low-key added some good could, pieces. Yeah. Yeah. As and they got Bobby Portis back on a steal. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, shout out to... Uh, 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 that's my pick. J- James finally picked a winner. <laughs> <laughs> he said a lot of things before he picked a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. Bulls finish with more wins than Lakers. All right, sign us up. Whoa. Whoa. That's it. That's it. I mean, athletic podcast. <laughs> Listen to them all. Good Lord, James. We out here. The Bulls were going to be my loser. <laughs> Literally, my only pick was for them. Pick, reason for picking them is I just want to watch how the fuck that works. My favorite, my favorite <laughs> part is, is he was like, you know what? The Lakers are super boring. I don't, I don't even want to watch LA. And they're like, you know who I do want to watch? Uh, it's, it's, it's scary hours. It's time to say reckless shit. Let's sing it again, boys. All right, Ting-a-ling. Goddamn, find a woman if you can. If you can't find a woman, find a clean old man. If you're ever in your brother, take a flying overboarder. Can you do the double shuffle when your balls hang
don't forget to keep an eye out for the Daily Ding this week on the Athletic NBA Show channel. A super quick recap of the news and events in the NBA. Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish will be doing way too early predictions east and west and much more right here on the Athletic NBA Show.